0: action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now
1: everything i learned from movies
0: helps to make life a little bit groovy whether one line of squat goes over two of the picks, it's time to get busy with your friends, Stephen Hissy. Who's that a-writing? John the Revelator said, uh, who's that a-writing? John the Revelator said, uh, who's that a-writing? John the Revelator wrote the book of the seven seals. Uh, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to everything I learned from movies. The I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy. And uh, today we have a special treat for you on
1: the circus sequel.
0: To the classic Blues Brothers movie, this is Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> uh but first, <laughs> sweetie.
1: I cannot be sober to watch this movie. <laughs> All right.
0: Excellent. Allow me to go get our uh, first selection
1: here. All right. So our first beer here is an extra special beer. beer is brewed by Elevation 66, our little local brewery owned and operated by some friends bars and brewed by the fabulous Big Ben. Woo. <laughs> oh.
0: oh.
1: So this is, I was going
0: to say, this is uh, Big Ben's Lemon Kolsch.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me just
0: one moment here. Uh, we have it in our little uh, Belgian Top Growler. Uh, yeah. over right the for just one moment.
1: All right. So this is also Elevation 66th birthday, so congratulations, guys. Congratulations, Woo. There is the growler pop. And the horn.
0: about half a parrot for you
1: <laughs> and we literally poured that over one of the podcasts and he didn't even care but uh yeah so congratulations elevation 66 uh as the cup says cheers to five years cheers i know that we uh, we we regularly go over there this is the first time they've done growler filth this is the first time they've been able to be on the podcast yes. look forward to more elevation 66 beers and if you find yourself in the Bay Area, definitely go and get some Elevation Sips. So Absolutely.
0: It's always good beer. She's taking a sip here mm. of it from her parrot. Is that it? is a nice
1: Kolsch. Very clean. A little bit of lemony. Not too sweet.
0: Yeah. It's pretty, uh, <laughs> okay. fairly clear mm-hmm. for Kolsch. You know, usually I got a little haze to it. This one has a little haze as well. But it's a nice uh, golden straw color. Nice, white, foamy head, which is good mm-hmm. coming out of the growler. Sometimes curation yeah.
1: is lost. Yeah, it's got a good lemony flavor without being, like, sour. It's just mm. got, like, a little, like, lemon essence to it, which yeah. is uh, noticeable but not overpowering. Really, really delightful yeah, beer. Yeah, real,
0: real refreshing, like, real light mm-hmm. refreshing.
1: Perfect for summer. Good job,
0: Ben. We <laughs> oh, love you, <laughs> ooh. um Ooh, I was just thinking when you were talking about the five years and more mm-hmm. E66 beers. We may have to film live from E66 when,
1: oh, one morning or something. Record at the brewery.
0: Uh, yeah, while, while we're uh, helping with brewing and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you just hear a lot of in the background. Hey, guys. <laughs> and probably jazz music being played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time to add the hot. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> uh, but until then, uh, just we'll right. left talk about their wonderful beer. And of course, Blues Brothers 2000.
1: Blues Brothers 2000. Alright, so you and I had two different uh, revelations about this movie. i uh-huh. Get it, John? later. As long as Alright, anyway. <laughs> um, this movie was worse than I remember it being.
0: And, see, I remember it being horrible, but watching <laughs> it, it again,
1: I, I felt like it was
0: better than, it, than I remember it being. Yeah, uh, so, for background... If you guys haven't watched the original 1980 or 81 uh, movie Blues mm-hmm. Brothers, starring Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi,
1: which Steve hadn't, I apparently hadn't uh,
0: watched that shit. Um,
1: he thought he had, and then I brought up Carrie Fisher, and he goes, "What are you talking yeah, about?" And I Fisher said, "Oh, you've not movie. seen this movie."
0: No. So apparently, what had happened is over my many years of watching movies, I've only seen Blues Brothers like on TNT or like you know some movie channel where it's like edited and. All that fun stuff, and
1: they edited Carrie Fisher out with her grenade launchers and shit.
0: Yeah, apparently, apparently there was a lot more swearing and a lot yes. more action and a lot more characters than I remember there being mm-hmm. from watching those. And so, when, uh, what was it, about six months ago when we watched yeah. it all the way through, I was like, Oh my god, this movie is amazing.
1: Yeah. so those of <laughs> you who don't know, uh, again, your parents, if you've never seen this film, absolutely, because I blame them. Um, this is a movie about uh Elwood and uh, Jake Blues. Jake,
0: yes.
1: And um played by uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. John Belushi, yes. And no, Jim. Yes.
0: <laughs> the funny John. one. The funny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, That's a right? yeah, yeah you did. He yeah. did. Okay. Um anyway, they are the Blues brothers. Uh they
0: They're on a mission from God.
1: They are. One of them gets out of jail, they're wearing suits. Um they were raised in an orphanage to go back to the orphanage, and they have to save the orphanage. They've, the orphanage has run out of money, and uh, to save the orphanage, they have to raise the money, so they're going to get the band back together.
0: Yeah, big benefit concert, raise the money. And
1: raise the money. they on a mission from God.
0: Shenanigans ensue from there. Pretty but much. It
1: has one of the, no, I'm going to say it has the greatest car chase scene through them all. Oh, absolutely. You will ever see anywhere. Guarante- it is the best car chase scene in movie history. Um, it has some of the most spectacular car crashes.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: More has, on that later. <laughs> it has absolutely phenomenal musical talent. Like so yeah. Ticket is in it. Yeah, like
0: every, every scene Ray is Charles. like a different R and B and soul star from the sixties and seventies. But they're but they're playing
1: out. like they're playing lo- like diner owners yeah. and like. Pawn shop you,
0: owners.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ray Charles is a pawn shop owner, and they go in and they're like, mm, "This keyboard seems cool, you." And then he jumps into a musical number out of and He's like, "He still got a little life in it."
0: Yeah.
1: And it just everything just falls together absolutely perfectly at that.
0: Yeah. And so, it, cut to Bruce
1: Brothers 2000. <laughs> Blues Brothers Two Thousand.
0: Blues Brothers yeah. Two Thousand. It scans. Uh, I think it was eighteen years later, like nineteen ninety eight. Um, unfortunately, John Belushi had died. Uh, Sixteen years earlier, or something like, <laughs> like that. Like six
1: months after the first one. I've Yeah.
0: Seen it. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, so sad.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but Dan Aykroyd's still around, and hey, so crazy
1: as ever. He
0: and uh, director John Landis, uh, who also did like uh, he did like Animal House, and he did like a bunch of Michael Jackson music videos, and he's, he's done some good work. Yeah. They uh, wrote the script for 2000, um, where now uh, Elwood is getting out of jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wonderful song I was singing at the beginning of uh, the podcast uh, is playing while he's waiting for someone to pick him up.
1: He's waiting for his brother.
0: Yeah, he's waiting for his brother Jake. Unfortunately, nobody told nobody him. Nobody
1: told him, and he waits. So then, why did nobody like this movie? It starts out with, "Hey, one of the beloved characters is dead, and nobody told his brother."
0: I actually thought, okay, that was one thing. I, I actually thought that was handled really well. That, one of the few things about this movie paying homage to the first movie, I thought that was handled pretty well, What he was like, saying there and, like nobody told him and then Warden Frank Oz went out there
1: and, yeah, and, and you know,
0: those the John the Rebel Air songs playing or whatever and it shows like, Frank Oz going out there and like you know, it, it, you don't hear what they're saying, but you see he's like talking to him and then it like his zooms in dropped. on him and you just see oh, his head drop a little bit and then uh, and then like the next day or shortly after? No, no, no. They, up, they right wait till
1: the next day to tell him.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. And then, and the then like, five minutes after
1: they tell him is when the stripper, and I'm not joking. She's literally a stripper, mm-hmm. pulls up in a cute little car and goes, Elwood, please. And this come taking you back to
0: town, or something like that.
1: Yeah, I forget. It was, like, Feisty Joe or something has a... Um, Willie.
0: Was it Willie? I think, I think it was Willie. It was one of
1: the lovers of the band. Willie, a strip joint downtown. I'm He got a job for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and that's where we're
1: introduced to John Goodman as the bartender. Yeah, the
0: bartender, Mighty Mac.
1: With zero personality whatsoever. Not yeah, not really. I mean, John Goodman. What is John Goodman's main character trait in this movie? He can sing. He sings and hmm. he wears a suit. It's true. He is adult male in a suit. That is his character trait.
0: What's Dan Aykroyd's uh, traits in this movie?
1: He's kind of a shyster in He's this movie. kind of a
0: dick to everybody. <laughs> yeah, all right, so
1: in the first Blues Brothers, like, they get into a lot of trouble, and they cause a lot of trouble, but it kind of is like a weird, like, they have like a weird innocence about it, about, like... Cause they're just, they're, they're trying to like,
0: they're on a mission from God mission and they can't be slow down. Otherwise the orphanage is going to, you know, time's going to yeah. pass and the orphanage is going to be foreclosed on. So
1: like, like things happen, but it's like, there's like a weird innocence to it. Cause like they're on this like mission in this one, it just seems like Elwood is a dick and it's like, do what I want yeah. or else I'm going to fuck up your life. I'm to fuck yeah. Oh, oh and gosh. hey, by the way, I've already fucked up your life.
0: Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Don't you remember mm-hmm. 18 years ago? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they go back to the orphanage.
1: Or he, I'm sorry, he no. goes
0: back to the orphanage. And the orphanage has
1: already been closed. Yeah. It, and while he was in jail, and his uh, mentor, oh, I forget his mentor in the first movie, uh, but uh, he yeah. passed away, and nobody told him. So, like, it's like, we're, like, ten minutes into the movie, and everybody you loved from the first movie is dead.
0: But then I still around.
1: It's true. <laughs> Oh my but God, there's no Carrie Fisher in this one do Yeah, no Carrie Fisher in this one. <laughs> <laughs> like no. but, but like it's just like it's like you you're going in, the first movie is so much fun, all these characters you love and it's true the actors passed away, which is bad. Yeah. Yeah. And you do have to deal with that at some point. But the main focus of like the beginning of this movie is, hey Oldwood, everyone you love is dead.
0: Yeah. By the way, and they don't even mention John Candy being dead from the first one.
1: Either. Right, and Well, it's literally like, hey, everyone you knew and loved is dead. Your band is dispersed and want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And the orphanage that you ended up going to jail trying to save is closed. Yeah. Why did nobody like this movie? Oh well, no, it's
0: still an orphanage though, isn't it?
1: No, he goes he goes to the Catholic Church to see the nun, and she's like, the orphanage closed years ago. Oh,
0: oh okay. And then and then Buster is introduced.
1: And then they're like, like, yeah, basically, like, we want you to do a Big Brother program. Yeah, that's right. Check out this kid who's a little shit.
0: Yeah, a little ten-year-old shit named Buster.
1: Whose main character trait is angsty? I I
0: don't know. He he saves him a couple times.
1: He's also quite angsty. He's angsty,
0: though. He's he's a ten-year-old. His his Mm -hmm. purpose is to be the little blue blue brother or whatever, doing some dance numbers.
1: Okay, so realistically, if the kid was not in this movie, would it change anything?
0: Uh they went and stolen the uh police commissioner's keys. or Commander Police Commander's keys.
1: I still feel like Elwood could have figured that out. Yeah, probably. With- oh I'm sorry,
0: not his keys. His wallet. His wallet. To get the five hundred dollars for yep. to for the Bluesmobile. That's right.
1: All right, so yeah, so the Bluesmobile is no more. They find an old police cruiser, the guy wants uh five hundred dollars. The guy turns out to be Phoebe King. Phoebe King. Um yeah. <laughs>
0: He's had a different name in the movie, something Louisiana-ish, but it's easy
1: to or something like that. Yeah.
0: Gaspar? Warren Gaspar? Yeah, something like that. Gaspar Lamar? <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: supposed to be the best. No
0: one believes like Gaspar, no one believes like Gaspar.
1: That winter has been incredibly gay like Gaspar. Wait, is that...
0: Okay. So, while at the orphanage, <laughs> we're introduced to Buster, the little tiny yeah. old Blue's brother.
1: And also the head nun tells him that uh, his mentor, I forget his name from the first movie. Yeah, like, he um, really rips, I
0: don't know, yeah, something like that. Uh,
1: he had an illegitimate son mm-hmm. who, um, the son does not know that he is uh, the Blue's brother's mentor's son. He thinks somebody else is his his father. But, uh, the people who brings them. Yeah, basically they're like you. You can find him at the courthouse, and uh, Elwood's like, I'm gonna go and save him from going to jail. And it turns out that he's like the head commander yeah. in chief, who's not uh, commander. He's not commander in chief because that's. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: just commander. Like he's a yeah. commander at, like the Chicago, whatever precincts, police department. Yeah. Uh, he's played by Joe Morton, who you might know as uh, Miles Dyson from the Terminator 2. Yeah, Uh, he's been in other things. He's a great character actor. He pops Mm -hmm. up everywhere. I think he was an Iron Man and stuff too. But uh, yeah, great character actor. Uh, But who he got sucked into this movie? (laughs)
1: Right. By the way, I like him in this movie, but his lines are terrible. Yeah. Like I, I still want to like him, even though he has straight up the, the worst character plot line in this movie.
0: Yeah. And
1: they try to make you hate him.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it's one of those, like, we would love to you use- Oh, Blues Brothers. I love that movie. Yeah, I, I'm glad to be a part of it. Ooh, is there any way I can do a duet with James Brown?
1: Oh, we can make that happen.
0: Oh, I'm sold. You don't even have to pay
1: me. All right, we won't. So do you the uh,
0: script first? No, 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 no need. It's oh, Blues Brothers. Oh, it's going to be good. hilarious.
1: That's good, because you're Wait. not going to get the script until the day
0: before. Uh, is Dan Aykroyd and John Landis writing it? Yeah. Yeah, we're sold. Sold.
1: I- yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it for, like, scale Cool. All right, but we get it in writing right now. Okay, All right, right here. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, so the the, the commander, um, Elwood, goes to him and says like, Hey, so the guy you thought was your dad is not your dad. Your dad is actually this guy, who taught blues to kids in orphanages, and I want you to join my band. And the commander's like, uh, How did you get this number?
0: Not only that, it's really. Crazy. Oh, and
1: and also, can I borrow five hundred dollars to buy a car?
0: Yeah, there's that. There's also, by the way, your mother's a whore and had, <laughs> had you yeah. out of wedlock while, you know, your dad was out of town. Uh, but hey, we're like brothers and stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, that makes us like brothers.
0: So can you do me a solid and loan me 500 so I can get the band back together?
1: And yeah, and, he, and, and so of course the commander's like, uh, no. And <laughs> don't ever come to this office again.
0: Not just no. Rose him out the front door. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Meanwhile, Buster, who's trailing lawn, is like, oh, he must have dropped his wallet. Mm-hmm. And he happens to have $500 cash in there.
0: Because every police commander I know walks around with $500 cash.
1: Well, I mean, exactly. people in law enforcement in general tend to carry large
0: And all sequential bills, bills. Too. Yeah.
1: Well, Like, if you need large sequential bills, it's easier to trace them that way. Mm. If you have small non-sequential bills, I mean, they can end up anywhere. Ooh, what if
0: that was used in, like, a prostitution scene later, and they, like, went and like, oh, shoot. Aboard! Aboard! <laughs> and
1: something got away. Yeah, so Elwood gets to buy a new Bluefield. It is yet another uh, retired police car, which is fantastic. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. All those big old Kramvics. They're amazing. Um, yeah, so basically shenanigans ensue. Um, big Mac. There, there's something with the yep. Russian Mafia. Big yeah, Mac. the Russian
0: Mafia. Uh, goes oh. to blow up Willie's strip club because, mm-hmm. they owe the money and... Um, they, they like
1: beat, beat up a couple of, yeah they're
0: not paying securities on it and like uh, they beat up a couple of them and then go back and tell them off the so they bring the place to the ground uh, again kind of fucking up Willie's location Willie's yeah. mm-hmm. thing um, so he joins the band now again uh, no and, no as Willie join the band
1: Big Mac joins the
0: band Bert Mighty Mac joins Mighty the band because he's the bartender there isn't Willie no Willie's like the drummer Oh, okay, is
1: yeah. He? yeah. I, think. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of convoluted. And <laughs> it's this movie is,
0: really is full
1: of cameos, and there's so many of them, it's hard to keep them straight. And
0: I don't know if you've ever seen a blues guitar player or a drummer or a singer. They all have a very distinct look to them.
1: It's racist, Steve.
0: Unless they're Eric Clapton or Steve wingwood. <laughs> and
1: even those two in this movie, we may have confused.
0: I knew Eric Clapton was. I think it was uh, Steve Winwood and some guy I would never heard of. <laughs> we yeah,
1: and it was like I don't remember Steve Winwood being that fat. Yeah, oh, right. that's because he well, never. That's because been. It's this other guy. <laughs> it was like, hey, look, fat Steve Winwood. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mine mistake. Um, but That's yeah,
1: later though, honey.
0: Yeah, yeah. Basically, after that, there's a lot of just different. Basically just
1: car chase after car chase after car chase? Yeah, they go to a car dealership that uh, Aretha Franklin and the two guys from the band are at. I think so. Yeah, I think it was a
0: car dealership that, uh, uh, in the first movie... uh,
1: They own a diner.
0: They own a diner and Aretha Franklin runs it, blah, blah, blah. But then 18 years later and they moved on to a car dealership. And there's
1: a fantastic musical number in the diner that like is perfectly set up. Works absolutely amazingly. In this one, they try and do the same thing, except for it's just like they
0: shoehorn respect, they shoehorn <laughs> respect into it, and
1: it's it's literally like they walk in, and she goes, "Oh, you gotta show me some respect before you come in here." R S T E C C, and then and then literally like her husband gives her like the puppy dog eye, and she goes, "Ah, fuck it. Just, nah, do it." just go.
0: We gotta move this movie along.
1: Like, i was like
0: show for five minutes.
1: Ah, it's really, it's a beautiful musical act that is completely unearned, and so the whole time you're sitting there rolling your eyes.
0: Let's see, after that, there's, uh, they gotta do a gig once they get the band back together, so they go to the...
1: Demolition Derby?
0: Yes, the Demo Derby, that's where they do uh, Ghost Riders in the
1: Sky. Oh, Ghost Riders
0: in the Sky, Johnny Cash, out the Doors, Yeah, yeah. Uh, with some Um, really awkward, like...
1: Actual ghosts apparently appear in the sky. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's the beginning of the, even more of a downslide in this movie. Yeah.
0: Uh. Uh, Like, giant guys riding skeleton horses coming out of the clouds, and it's weird.
1: I am sure that if you are high as fuck, that scene is amazing.
0: And, and I'm not going to lie, I mean, Dan Aykroyd's not a great singer. I'm going to throw no. that out there right now. No, he's not. And no one's going to argue me. You know why? Because he's not a great singer.
1: <laughs> okay, so compared to Dan Aykroyd, um, uh, Mighty Mac, oh my God. John Goodman? John Goodman, why can I that not saying in my mind? John Goodman sounds phenomenal. It's
0: true. And he's not the greatest, but he's got a not voice bad. on him, You know, he's just all
1: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's, I wonder if he's done Broadway. He he's had to have done, like, Broadway and stuff, right? I'm
1: guessing.
0: Mm. A so. Or like he's got a
1: band. Maybe he's the lead singer and dog star?
0: <laughs> no, I think that would be Keanu Reeves.
1: A Gentle Race Over a Mountain is the lead singer of the band? <laughs>
0: is that what they mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking Keanu Reeves, like...
1: <laughs>
0: I'm trying to think of, like, a horrible song thing of Keanu Reeves.
1: <laughs> like, since you've been gone... Yeah.
0: Since you've been gone, I've learned... I don't even know the lyrics, that's not going to work, but... <laughs> I can breathe for the first time. I'm so moving on. Yeah. 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 I, I see you. Thanks to you. Oh, thanks to you.
1: Oh, no, I like I get what I want. I want <laughs> that you on. Oh my God, I love it. I love it so much.
0: Thank you, everybody. Oh. Dog Star World Tour coming up two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. Um, Loose Brothers 2000. Um, uh. <laughs> all right, and then after that, there's another music number um, held at a... Oh my God! What are they called? The the gospel oh, the, visuals. the
1: re- revelation. No, um. Uh, uh, yeah, under, down down
0: in the Bible Belt. Uh,
1: under the big tent with all the oh my God. revival,
0: revival, <laughs> revival, the big Which revival thing. Great,
1: because there's the song, the Mississippi Squirrel revival.
0: Exactly, um, and James Brown makes an appearance, and uh, and okay. another
1: great blue singer whose name I am not remembering. Yeah, I'm not remembering it either. I to he does a great job as well. Yep. And, then, okay. and that's, a, that's a great number.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah that's one number. of the
1: more enjoyable parts of the movie. Until, Until
0: the police catch up with them. Uh, the police commander is there.
1: Wait, wait. wait. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out. If anybody here has seen Batman vs. Superman, this is the inspiration <laughs> yeah. for the opening scene. Yeah,
0: it's the Batman v Superman where <laughs> a young Bruce Wayne is lifted. Ascended, ascended into by the sky. A, a twister of bats.
1: I, um, I feel very confident that That was the instant scene. we knew
0: this movie Was going to be horrible um, knew, I, so I this,
1: believe your exact quote from the moment Was Ah
0: Things <laughs> <laughs> were like oh god we're in for a good one <laughs> No I
1: believe you leaned really over and went
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, But in this movie The Brothers 2000 The uh, police commander comes up and, and he's
1: like you're under arrest
0: and the two uh, preachers, James Brown and the other guy, they're like, you to feel the spirit! And
1: he's like, oh! Yeah, yeah, you gotta weird. feel the spirit! Oh! Gotta
0: feel the spirit! Oh! And he starts ascending in a beam of light.
1: Literally ascends flies, into the sky. flies
0: through the top of the revival, up, up into the, the sky. And then it stans- stays there for a full like. 30 seconds of a horrible and green screen. His he's like,
1: uniform becomes a Blues Brother outfit. Yes.
0: Oh, and while he's up there ascending for about 30 seconds, he's like,
1: I get it. I totally, absolutely, 100% understand. I'm then, a Blues Brother. Yeah,
0: and he drops down and does a musical number with James Brown as per contract. Woo! And, uh, <laughs> and the movie continues from there with him on the run with uh, Elwood and Mighty uh, Mac oh, yeah, yeah. and Buster and all them and the whole band.
1: The whole band basically crammed into Crown Victoria. Yeah.
0: <laughs> one Crown is... Victoria to escape the police because they do the little, uh, basically doing donuts <laughs> in, in the dirt road. And then for some reason, I don't know, it, it shows them spinning, and then it never shows them again. Like, they magically teleported or something, and then the police but chase the after dust them.
1: But the cloud makes all of the police officers crash. Yeah. In, I believe, is the largest car crash on film.
0: Ah. So, a little fun fact, a little early. So, the original Bruce Blues Brothers... Ah, I forget the exact number, but I think it was like 103 cars are crashed in that movie.
1: Oh, that because that movie and that movie earned every car crash. Oh, every
0: single one. It, it, it's an amazing movie. Like I said, check it out. In this one, there's basically one big car crash, but they do like 104 to jump the original for most car crashes. Because I think that's like the one record they owned. Well, I say owned because a few years later, another movie that will probably be coming up on this podcast broke the record for Most Cars Crashed.
1: Wait, what kind of movie would make it onto Everything I Learned From Movies? Oh, horrible movie. What would that movie be, Steve?
0: That would be G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra (laughs) from like 2008 (laughs) or 9, whenever it came out. Oh, God. Uh, That had something like 130-something.
1: Oh, God.
0: But... But yeah, Liz Brothers franchise number two and number three, and most cars crash, and their actual cars crash. They're not CGI and all yes, that shit. they're is,
1: legit. They're it's impressive. Yeah,
0: oh, it's, it's impressive. Like there's good things about this movie. There are some jokes that are just like, ha ha, shit, that's kind of funny.
1: Oh yeah, no, there's it has that to
0: are just so stupid.
1: And I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out because I, I know we're not quite there yet, but this is a really bad movie mm-hmm. that actually has a very good ending. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I'm gonna say like the last like four minutes are awesome.
0: We'll get you. Uh, so, so their okay. brother, brother from another brother, whatever, uh, joins them, and now they now they got to go win this battle of the bands. There's
1: a battle of the bands they gotta win. But
0: so wait, how
1: did they even find out about the battle of the bands? I don't know. I literally don't it even was, know. It just
0: it was one of those things, like, it was introduced as, like, a mystery gig or something, like, in Louisiana. And, of course, the whole band's like, oh, that's weird. All right, let's do that. Oh, they run the Blues Traveler when they're on the run at they their did, motel.
1: No, they, Elwood Lies, Elwood. the Blues Traveler.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, you guys just get warmed up. We'll be right there. No, yeah. it's
1: literally like, oh, my God, you're Elwood Blues. I love you. Would you, like, band's about to play. Would you would you be willing to come and play? us for like, just a song, just a song.
0: Uh, yeah, sure, you get started, It will be right there.
1: Oh my god, I'm in the world, the mics right now, everybody's gonna be so excited!
0: Alright, let's roll, guys! Vroom, and they're off. What a
1: dick! It is such a dick move. Such a dick move.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree.
1: But then it cuts into a beautiful Blues Traveler song yeah, while well, they're, they're road tripping. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: The I, music will time. There, there
0: needs to be more Blues Traveler movies.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, they're, they they only show up in classics like this and Kingpin? Sure. You, you've all seen Kingpin, right?
1: Sure. Well, as long I as, as there are absolutely no follow-up questions yet.
0: <laughs> Woody Harrelson has a hook no. um, <laughs> Uh So yeah, so then they go to this mystery gig, which is an audition for a battle of the bands in Louisiana. But with a
1: voodoo queen. With a
0: voodoo queen played by Erica Badu. Um uh, and
1: I'm offended by this part of the movie.
0: Yeah, it's really cuz she's like they like, "Well, there are any particular requests?" I'm sure trying to do no, my I horrible dad I want to play something Now, we will do army soul, funk, funky railroad blah blah blah. Listen, I like 40 different kinds of music. Hip hop, all that stuff. But the one thing this band will not do, never mm, do,
1: ever do. Never, ever, ever do. Not even do, in a million years.
0: And then she... Tattoos
1: them being zombies, and the band magically in like calypso outfits, yeah. like the men's calypso outfits, like the white uniforms, not like a, not like a, um, <laughs> not so, like a fruit hat. Yeah, okay,
0: like the Chiquita outfit yeah. from The Mask or whatever. No, hey, I'm gonna no,
1: meet you puppy. I'm
0: looking <laughs> around, beat.
1: and I shake my
0: maracas like, boom, 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 boom. No, 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 no
1: more like, like a like a Ricky Ricardo outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they. They play a great song, and they do a great number well well zombies well Mighty Mac, Elwood, and the kid are Buster, all yeah. Buster are all zombies uh so I'm like how does this count as an audition if she's making them do it? And then she sings half the song, which yeah. she does a great job. But oh, yeah, they're to do. As far as the movie goes, it's like, wait, this is their audition. Why is she getting involved?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then, uh, okay, so because she's basically controlling them, they, they go on him. to the next round. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Where's my phone? Because I have to look up who the band is. Everybody in the band that they're it's playing.
0: The Louisiana Gator Boys are the other team that make it to the finals or whatever.
1: Who oh, are uh, the Louisiana Gator Boys? Well,
0: they're comprised of their friend uh, <laughs> Willie Gaspar or whatever for uh, BB King uh, and his friend's like Eric Clapton, Dr. John, Steve Winwood, Bo Diddley. Basically, every <coughs> blues master from the past century is on stage oh, doing this I'm,
1: I'm, I'm pulling up, up the number. full list yeah. right oh, now.
0: and I'm sorry. The late, great Isaac Hayes is also there.
1: All right, here we go. The Louisiana Gator Boys is a blues supergroup created for the film. They face... In the Blues Brothers, uh, in a battle of the band, the band is composed of Jeff Skunk Baxter, Gary U.S. Bond, Eric Clapton, Clarence Clemens, Jack Debo- DeJonesse, uh, Bo Diddley, John Thaddeus, Isaac Hayes, Dr. John, Phoebe Keane as Melvin Gasparone. Gasparone. Okay. All right. Uh, Tony Pipes McDonald, Charlie Muffolite, Billy Preston, Lou Rawls, Joshua Redman. Paul Schaefer, Coco Taylor, oh. <laughs> Travis Tritt, Jimmy Vaughn, Rover Washington Jr., Willie Weeks, Stevie, Stevie Winwood, Nia Peoples, Kathleen Freeman, Frank Oz, Steve Lawrence, Daryl Hammond, John Lyons, and Jeff Morris.
0: There you go. Quite the super group to compete against the losers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
1: god. And their musical number is absolutely phenomenal, and yeah. this movie, I would absolutely say, is worth it. By the way, I do just want to say, um, the Blues Brothers Band is made up of Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman, Joe Morton, Jay Evan Bonifette, uh, which is the kid, Steve Cooper, Donald Duck Dunn, Murphy Dunn, Willie Hall, Tom Malone, uh, Lou Marini, Matt Murphy, and Alan Rubin, who are all very, very accomplished. Like everybody whose name you don't know, they're accomplished It's it's all
0: the original people, well, except John Bushy, who replaced John Goodman, from the original movie. And they're great
1: musicians.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, musical numbers at the end. They're all great. Blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. There's nice that for like...
1: Lifted. Oh,
0: we didn't even mention the uh, white supremacy group led by oh, Daryl Hammond. And yeah,
1: Daryl Hammond. All the
0: police, know. all the Russian yeah. mafia come in and they have their little... Eric basically company, just, so. yeah. just
1: yeah. magically zaps them into... Rats. 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 we are little fuzzy ratty muffins?
0: Yeah. Um, and turns
1: their guns into ratty muffin poopies.
0: And this is where you say the ending is amazing, correct?
1: Well, that's four minutes.
0: Okay, that's basically it, right?
1: So basically the last musical number. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then what happens after that? Uh, Do you remember?
1: It's the musical number and then it goes into the credits.
0: Not quite. There's a little thing in between where they're escaping. Oh, yeah. And I remember they have to do the distraction.
1: Oh, yeah. So that Elwood
0: and the, uh, Buster, the little kid. Because the
1: police and uh, child services are going to re- gonna remove Buster from the wanted criminal's care.
0: Yep. And then put him back into jail because yes. basically they didn't check in a week earlier or whatever when this whole shenanigans began. Yeah. So they get in the car and they're driving off. And it's like, well, where are we going to go? And then that's when the credits roll where it's like. Oh, okay on to the next adventure. Apparently they thought there was going to be a sequel or something. I
1: don't I know. Yes. All right. So all right, so I forgot about that part. Yeah. I'm going to say the musical number with uh <laughs> That's a <great> so <laughs> Louisiana Gator boys musical number spectacular. The Blues Brothers musical number very good. Louisiana Gator boys win though because how do you fucking beat that? Yeah. You don't.
0: You don't. <laughs> I don't even care if they say the Blue Brothers win. Louisiana Gator Boys won.
1: They won. Sorry, guys. But then it cuts back to their song, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the end. And that part is like, I, the movie is worth that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, while the credits roll. It was yeah. Right yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: it's, like I said, it's not, It. I think it was listed uh, as, I think one of my fun facts was, it was like number three on the worst sequels of all time or something like that Mm -hmm. it has a few funny moments great music Uh, the soundtrack's amazing oh absolutely
1: I saw a review of this movie that I thought was really great that it is amazing music video after amazing music video interrupted by terrible plot
0: yeah (laughs) I would agree with that 100 percent 120 percent
1: yeah, and honestly, it's one of those things where it's like, this movie was worse than I thought it was. I forgot about a lot of the really just, like, worthy things. But the musical acts are so good that if you like music, especially blues music and rock music, this movie movie is worth it. And, because, I mean, where else are you going to see everybody together like this. And then, um, and there are much worse movies out there.
0: Oh, we'll get to those. Trust too will. Um,
1: yeah, look. so fair.
0: yeah. Uh, so, would you say watch the movie?
1: Mm. Watch the first one first. Yeah, absolutely. If you like it.
0: Watch the first one. If you've never seen it, it's a goddamn classic.
1: Even if you have seen it, I would say just go ahead and watch the first one. Get your hopes up. Then watch the second one. Be horribly disappointed. And then just enjoy the, the musical interludes. And listen. there's a couple of really good jokes.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it's... Not the first one. <laughs> no. I feel like if they'd have done, like, Blues Brothers 1990, like maybe ten years earlier or something, it might have been a little more...
1: And then Aykroyd is a little less crazy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And, you know, John Comeu was big in the 90s, in 1990 yeah. or so. You know, he was doing the Roseanne thing.
1: And I'm sure they were trying, and they couldn't get him.
0: Maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'd say maybe check it out. If you... if you yeah. Watch the first one if you liked it maybe watch the second one.
1: If you know who BB King and Blues Traveler are, i yeah. say watch it. Right. If you don't, don't worry about it. You don't need to. You're not going to be into it. I do agree. Alright, honey. Help me ease my pain. What do we have?
0: Well, I have a special uh, special beer here. A brewed and canned by Laughing Dog Brewery from Idaho. Mm. Uh, from the city of Pondering maybe? Uh, Huckleberry Cream Ale. A mm. fermented with huckleberries. To be honest, we wanted to do something with blueberries for the Blue Brothers, but we couldn't really find anything like that. This is the closest we've got. Uh, the huckleberry is native to the Pacific Northwest, and it's prized for its sweetness and texture. To celebrate summer and the huckleberry picking season, we have blended real huckleberries from last season with our cream mm-hmm. ale. Right. One mm-hmm. moment, I'll uh, get this open for you.
1: So we actually picked this can up while we were in Utah That's having right. our second reception for our lovely wedding. It seems awesome family.
0: That's true. Here we go. <laughs>
1: we oh. disturbed the podcast. <laughs> I can smell the fruit coming off <laughs> of this already as he's pouring yeah. it. Nice berry nose, not too over the top. It's a nice, uh, like light-colored ale. Cream ale can be hard to come by, and that was actually what originally attracted us to it. Um, we've got a white frosty head. Gonna take a sip here. Let's
0: do mm-hmm. that in
1: yeah, very easy to drink. Light. I, interestingly, not, not super malt forward, but not hot forward at all either. But yeah, it's just
0: really light and refreshing. And mm-hmm. as far as color, it's a little hazy. That's most females mm-hmm. tend to be, because uh, they're unfiltered or whatever, but uh, you know, it's a little straw color or yeah. light gold, maybe. Yeah,
1: dark straw, light gold, somewhere in there. Yeah, this is super refreshing, nice, little easy-to-drink beer. I could drink many of these. Indeed. I don't know if this would do the job to get me through that movie again, though.
0: No, I need something <laughs> little, a little firmer, and that's where uh, Ben's Kolsch was coming mm-hmm. Ben Lemon Kolsch. Wow. Um, so yeah, way so we're talking about fun facts. Uh, the very few I had for this movie, I think we already mentioned, with the uh, car crash thing. And
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, so not a whole lot to go on that one. It's a uh, pretty straightforward little yeah. sequel, and uh, you know we already mentioned all the members of the Louisiana Gator Boys <laughs> who <has laughs> made a cameo for this movie.
1: Right? Oh my God, the cameos in this movie are over the top, yeah. and there'll be a lot of people where like you'll hear them sing or you'll see their face and you'll be like, oh. I know them yeah that's what they look like it's that guy from that thing <laughs> yes. but uh yeah this movie like i said it's actually so full of cameos that you kind of start getting lost in them you're like wait what <laughs>
0: I not like Ray Charles is a pawn shop owner, but it's uh, kind of out there. <laughs> right? Like, you can't convince me that's not Ray Charles.
1: <laughs> well, let's, let's think. the first one was full of cameos as well, but they set the characters up. and this one, is just kind of like, mm-hmm. hey, it's look, kind of we got this guy for six hours of shooting. Woo! Get in there quick, quick, quick. we needs to like
0: So, yeah. Yeah, that's Blues Brothers 2000.
1: So, what did you learn from this movie, my lad?
0: Oh... I learned that apparently, um, if you steal a child out of uh, an orphanage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the police will chase you across many, many states, but keep fucking up inexplicably and not handcuffing you. I,
1: so, so it's so child kidnap is easier than what?
0: I mean, the way I would see it.
1: Well, I mean, well, orphans, I mean, yeah. obviously yeah, or, orphans. Yeah, orphans,
0: it's like, whoa, well, somebody kind of wants to take care of them.
1: I mean, because, like, what regular kidnapping, you'd season. end up with, like, a taken situation and you really, really don't want to have that on your ass.
0: Oh, my God. What if Liam Neeson was the uh, police commander in this movie? No.
1: Liam Neeson is the head He's
0: nun. the nun. Oh, <laughs> yes. Father Liam Neeson's... Is... Oh, no, I got it even better. hmm the, uh, the pastor or whatever, the father of the church...
1: No. Played by
0: Mel Gibson.
1: Oh, yes. Give me back my <laughs> boy! <But> Liam Neeson <laughs> as the head of the KKK.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> that would be awkward. Give me
1: back my balls.
0: I think it would be more likely Liam Neeson as the father of the church and Mel Gibson as the
1: head of the <laughs> KKK. I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> just, just,
0: you know, just casting a movie here. Chef so, Steve Condrick, <laughs> CSA, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what I learned from this movie is that John the Revelator wrote the Book of the Seven Seas. That's right.
0: And in case you forgot, it's mentioned many many times.
1: That's what, so there's a lot of great songs. Yeah. That song keeps coming up and I don't know why.
0: Because it's great.
1: It is a good song, but also it's kinda like, Oh wow, I've already heard this a couple of times. Yeah. Well, the good
0: standard Know, Twelve bars blues kind of thing. I don't know. There's
1: a lot of those, and there's a lot of those that are public domain. I'm pretty sure Black Betty is public domain by now too. Well,
0: I don't know about that,
1: but yeah, yeah. There's a lot no, of blues
0: good good songs out there, like all the Robert Johnson ones. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, check out this movie. In the meantime. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Or, Give us the
1: five stars. And five you stars. can even suggest sequel, the subcast sequel.
0: Yeah, we're five always five open stars. to suggestions of bad movies to watch. We're, we're really lazy and we don't want to come up with them on our own. We have a huge pile we just kind of randomly pick from for the most part. So anything you <laughs> want to suggest or if you want to be a special guest host on we are totally down for that.
1: Yes, if you, if you are interested in guest hosting absolutely come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yep. (laughs)
0: Anyway, until next time, I'm Steve.
1: And I'm Izzy. And this was Everything I Learned From Movies.
0: Have a good night, everybody.
1: Good night, everybody. And if you give us five stars, I won't sing no more. Woo!
0: John the Revelator.